Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 659 for the week of December 17th, 2022. Everybody, look at, look at my cat! If you are watching the stream live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer, we have the cutest kitty doing a little cute conniption fit where she rolls around on her back and stretches out asking for attention. And you could be watching that. Joining me and wanting me to stop the fun, Anna Marie Privateer. I am the fun patrol. Uh-oh. Messed up. The camera just went one frame a second. <laughs> what did we do? Stop it. Go back to being cute. All right. <laughs> and also joining me, who's going crazy watching these cat videos, Kelly Ryan. Fun detected. Fun detected. Must erase fun. <laughs> That's you right now, Anna. You, you're channeling Blizzard. I'm okay with this. They actually nerfed an ability called Fun Detected. <laughs> we, we know how this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what the patch That's what the patch said. note said. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> Though I can't get too mad at them. The fact that I just did a world quest that was a food fight where I got to flip a table. That That was pretty fun. Oh, they needed so you to, to set a good example for the students. Yes, by how to throwing do food. food. I, I've always wanted to get into an actual food fight at school, but my school was very strict and would have just laid out suspensions left and right. Oh, well. So it sounds like we're all back on the WoW train. Yep. So I've been streaming WoW. I've been streaming WoW um, Monday and Wednesday and Friday mornings at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Usually starting around nine central. What has been your Drake of choice? Um, well, I only have the initial one because I'm only playing this character while I'm streaming, unless I'm grinding for um draconium. Okay. So I have one Drake color. I have some like cool little spiffs and stuff, and so I've got like head plates and spikes and other stuff going on. Um, I'm, I'm just breaking into sort of the main story of the, uh, second zone, uh, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> Although it did feel as, uh, one of my, uh, friends in chat pointed out very painfully obvious considering you, uh, roll up to a dungeon that is called, um, <laughs> Nakarite's betrayal or something like that. It's like, yeah. hmm, I wonder what's going to happen in this story zone. Um, oh, I guess I can't say that yet because you're not there. Um, never, never mind. I, yeah. I, I've so, been predicting who the final boss of the expansion is going to end up being, but um, you're not there yet. Tell, that, tell would me be, when you... that would be kind of spoilers. So yeah. let's maybe save that till after the new year. Uh, uh, it, we won't know it by New Year. I know, so. but it we it won't. will be fun to theory craft once we're all there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. What's taking you so long, Anna? Again, I'm only playing this character when I'm streaming. Well, then play some other character when you're not streaming. Uh, yeah, I guess I could do that, but that would make you happy. <laughs> um, wow. Just be honest with it, Anna. Okay. 
One thing you I'm might want to do off, on or off stream is go just do a world tour and get all the glyphs. Because um, yeah. they're account wide. And that way, if you do play another character, you can just get right on your dragon and go. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I've been slowly doing all the races. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the ones where you have to choose your own route. Yeah, those kind of suck. Because I, I feel like no matter which way that I do them, I'm doing it wrong. So I think the answer for at least a couple of those um, is going to be just watching YouTube videos. Um, the two that I ran into, I found the best method was to um, do, do kind of a spiral where you do all of the outer rings first and then kind of work your way in and then make your way back to the goal. Yeah, so I I tried that with um the one at the Maruk gathering ground and I was just not having any luck. Ah. Uh, um sometimes you might even do better uh going going what you think is in reverse. Wait, Anna, that's are what you I was trying doing. to get gold everywhere? I'm trying to get gold everywhere. Why? The achievement's only for silver. Um because I want to do gold everywhere. <laughs> okay. There are, are achievements for gold, but I cannot do those advanced courses. Uh, or I, I've been—I struggled to even get bronze in some of those advanced courses. Oh, so I'm not I, even I'm at gonna, the advanced courses yet. Yeah, I'm—I held off on trying. Yeah, to guess what opens up after you finish the regular courses? Advanced. Yeah. I, yeah. I do understand the order of operations here. Yeah. Have you done the advanced stuff? Yes, I, I don't do it for gold though because it's crazy. Yeah, I bronzed all of the advanced ones. I gold all golded all of the basic Wait, they, ones. Yeah, basically, the advanced ones add elements that might require you to have to retry, and mm-hmm. I don't like that. I like just running through it real fast, and so I don't try to gold the advanced ones. So they put more branches in your way. Yeah, is what I'm uh, hearing uh, amongst yeah. other things. Some some courses might be about managing your um, boosts plus the Ooh. spacing out when those when to use those versus the ones you get along the way. I just some of a, them have obstacles like fireballs. Some I, of them are yeah okay. I yeah. just fought a little world boss and I got thinned cheeks. Then thinned thinned cheeks. I don't get it. It's a new um, thing for my dragon. Okay. It's a new oh. customization for my dragon. Yeah, those drop-off rares. Yes, that's what I was saying. I did a world boss. No, world boss is something else. Whatever. They just released them this week. Whatever. You know what I mean when I say that, though. I know, but it means something else. A named character. I oh, killed a named thing. You killed I dropped a dropped a thing. You I'm happy that this expansion rewards me for doing all of the things that I would do you in the game. You killed a rare, which is somehow less rare than elites, which I've never understood. <laughs> I... I have appreciated that this expansion hasn't added a lot of stupid steps to the tchotchkes that you can find out in the world. I hated that about Shadowlands, where it's like, well, you found a chest, but you gotta figure out how to unlock it. There is a chest like that. You have to go get a key from Murlocs. Yeah, but the key is like 200 yards away. No, it's a rare drop off of Murlocs that could take you hours to farm. Oh, I mean, there's a couple of maybe I'm thinking of a different lockbox. Yeah. I feel like in Shadowlands, it was like every freaking one that was 
you know, involved a puzzle that made me tab out to go to Wellhead, which Guess to me is get? not fun. The, for a while, either the chest was bugged or the reward is random, so people would do it and then get 40 gold, and then they complain on Wellhead. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, you, you know, you you're, you kind of d- diminish the fun of discovery. What? When you... Dude, when, when you add extra when your steps reward to some is of the not treasures. Good. When your reward yeah. is incredibly mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, the ones that took a little bit of extra steps with for mounts and stuff, I understood because mounts are special and you should have to do the extra work. But for just like random chests that what dropped anima, to me that's not that fun. And I appreciate that they have a lot more stuff, for, stuff like that for this get or for this expansion. You know, like the dirt piles and the uh, expedition backpacks that kind of make up for it. The expedition backpacks are fun. Yeah, you get a lot of. Um, I, I've gotten a lot of those knowledge trinkets from those to do my professions. I got my first purple quality experience thing, and it made me so happy experience thing yeah so there's the knowledge pieces Mm -hmm. that will give you additional knowledge and i got one that was purple quality oh right right okay i was so excited like that's cool i feel like that is a good way to reward people where it is like steady drip and then occasionally a big wow Although, just like a casino. One thing that I'm struggling to get, and it may just be that I haven't gone to the cold zone yet, is I have nowhere near enough rousing frost. Yeah, I think you'll get more of those as you go to the um, mini, what I've called mini Northrend. Mini Northrend. Uh, I, mean, I hear that basi- Hemet Nezingwary is there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's basically Northrend. It, it's got the same music. It's got Tuscar. It's it's not Northwind. <laughs> it's... um. The zone people like from Northrend. Uh, Grizzly Hills. No, oh, Grizzly yeah. Hills is not. Yeah, it's Azure Span. Yeah, Grizzly Hills is Northrend, Anna. Yeah, but Grizzly Hills isn't covered in snow. Right. Neither uh, is most a... of the Azure Span. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's it is. It is. It like it was downright marketed as like evocative of Grizzly Hills. Like, yeah, this was very much intentional. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but remember that zone you really love from Rich, Lich King, you know, which available now, right now in Classic WoW? Yeah. We've got a zone that's that's uh, really inspired by that. Uh, whatever. Though it's kind of funny because I was, um, I, I pulled out the WoW Chronicle because I wanted to read about the primals and stuff. And the Dragon Isles are not mentioned in the WoW Chronicle. Because they just made uh, it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, are you See, surprised? I, and which I Wild mean, Chronicle? V- volume one, volume two, or volume three? Volume one. Well, you should, one. well, there are three volumes, Kelly. I know. So. Um, I, I, this was all before, uh, I think they, they do everything by before the Dark Portal and after the Dark Portal mm-hmm. and those. And I, I was just curious uh, what kind of stuff about the Primals was mentioned. And when I noticed there was no Dragon Isles, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess they did make that up on the fly. Um, was the, just, yeah. just, <laughs> Which is like Shadowlands was made up on the fly. It's all made up on the fly. But, I mean, at least I, I don't know, at least I can understand the Dragon 
stuff a little bit better than Shadowlands. But that's just me. Hey, it's not in the news, so we can talk about it. You know Chris Metzen's coming back? I heard. What does that mean? Yeah. Are are we more thrall? More Orc Jesus? But Mm -hmm. he sounds excited. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you yeah. Oh, I'm just so excited. Like I I leave for six years and you mess it all up. I'm coming back as an advisor. Well, Initially, and then he's going to contribute to more parts of this growing franchise. You know, the growing World of Warcraft franchise. That hot property that's taking the world by storm. (laughs) What are you talking about? What growing franchise? I I don't know. As as Tam points out, he gave us Warlords of Destruction. He thought it was cool for for WoW to go back to the 70s. So just be careful what you wish for. Destruction. Here, you mean Draenor? Yeah, Warlords of Draenor. Yeah, Warlords of Destruction would be their album title <laughs> or their band name. I mean, my problem with Draenor wasn't the story. My problem was that there was nothing to do. Well, mm. I think that I feel was like it was the beginning. Time travel is. Mm. Yeah. All right. Cool. I don't want to argue about it. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to that. Yeah, the time travel stuff is very real, given that people keep bringing up, well, if it weren't for Rathion, we wouldn't have gotten Warlords, so he sucks. Sure. Like, well, well, I mean, you're not wrong, but I I don't know. That that seemed kind of like a flimsy plan anyway, because how are we supposed to know that? I liked Garrisons. I liked Garrisons. I'm the one who liked Garrisons. No, I liked Garrisons, People didn't like how Garrisons diminish people, you know leaving their garrison but like also screw you all i like being king of my my little domain there <laughs> i i liked having my little home away from home yeah. and having all my cats running around the garrison but, you know, named, legion did it better so um all all named jack i liked seeing my motorcycle and flying carpets Wait, graze for... you had a bunch of cats named jack in your garrison <laughs> Well, yeah, that's my joke. My running joke is that I name every single one of my cat mini pets some variation of Jack. Nice. So uh, I've got like Robo Jack, Ghost Jack, God Jack. No, wait, I'm sorry, Deity Jack, because it wouldn't let me call it God Jack. Um, oh, this looks like that campaign I tried to run in um, Divinity. It's just a bunch of dead horse corpses. <laughs> I just need to set them on fire. <laughs> Remember, JPD thinks you suck. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it just started out as a running joke, and I've I've never deviated from it. So, py- Pyro Jack, Dents, Cinder Kitten, Zombie Jack, that's Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah, it's just, this expansion feels like it does 99% of all of the things right. Uh, crafting is the only place where it kind of starts to fall down a little. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of how they've handled crafting in this one, but So I'm just I'm really torn because the UI and how crafting functions and rewarding you for going out and doing the things rather than just buying all, all your so supplies good. on the auction house. That's all but great. But the system is broken. Yeah. <laughs> The Nobody's problem, doing crafting orders. Yeah, the problem is, is getting to the higher end of crafting requires crafting By higher orders. end, you mean past 60. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Past the halfway point, really, you are looking at having to do crafting orders. And um, because it's all bind on pickup stuff. And so you can't, you literally can't do it for others. Sometimes the craft have some things that are bind on equip, but they're very expensive to make. So that's no good either. So yeah, you just can't level any further, which means you don't get any more knowledge, which means you can't learn any more recipes, which means you can't be eligible for the few crafting orders that come in. You get bricked. Yeah. You get stuck. I mean, I was looking up (laughs) crafting orders and I recognized that like, you know, 10 a.m. Central on a Saturday morning is not really great wow time. time. But honestly, there were two crafting orders up. It was for um, two of the pieces of equipment that dropped in the raid that came out this week. And the tips on them were 5,000 and Mm 7,000. Like... Which I think is fine. They don't have to gather anything. They're getting skill for it. But you know what? Instead, you know what the crafters want? This is why the system isn't working. One thing that the craft... First, the people putting the orders up want guarantees of minimum item quality. So they want to make sure the person's going to five-star the item because they're putting up so much investment of money into getting the materials. So they want that guarantee. Then the crafters want want to be... They want to be making money on their crafting. So unless they're t- so instead of doing public orders for 5000, instead they limit all their services to tra- trade chat so they can be getting 50,000 gold tips. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the tips were just insultingly low. But are they? Are they? You guys are yes. experiencing what it's like to be an artist and it's if- cracking me up. If you are doing end game crafting recipes that dropped literally beginning on Tuesday, tipping less money than I own in total is just sad. It's sad, Chris. I, I, I'm sorry. I think the wow economy for crafting is inflated to an insane degree. It shouldn't cost $500,000 to get an item crafted. Sure. But 7,000. Yeah, that's reasonable. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it is. 20,000 is You're doing reasonable. nothing. You're clicking buttons in an interface. The orders are literally coming to you. It costs you nothing. Um, except there is a lot of cost that goes into actually getting that recipe. What, the Renown system? Um, again, I'm talking about the recipes that just dropped mm-hmm. in the raid this week. Well, here's the thing. If you were able, if people would use the damn system and things could scale up, you would make it back on volume. But no, no one's using the system, so nobody gets anything. So congrats, everybody. You played yourselves. I mean, I am kind of with Chris on this and that all you are is clicking a button because everybody else is gathering the stuff for you. And I don't know about you, but that's the thing I hate about crafting the most is actually having to gather the stuff. Yeah. I should say there are some BOE recipes that um, require you to use these sparks of inspiration, which use up your artisan's metal, which is an extremely valuable resource. And those should be expensive, but you can't do those through the crafting order system anyway. But uh, also, I I kind of realized that um, a lot of recipes that like I could do crafting orders for because I'm an engineer um are like high-end renowned recipes that i can't really get to yet either and that's part of my problem Mm -hmm. they all are Um, and and everyone just puts them up there they want you to do a high-end renowned recipe they want to put a five thousand gold tip on it 
And um, yeah, just let me know. And those are the only ones available on the auction house because nobody can do them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, here's a question that I can't answer because I don't have any 60s on other servers. Is it our server that's the problem? I, our dish cra- is the crafting orders things server-wide? Or is I, it- I assumed it was server-wide. I have no indication to believe it's realm-wide or region-wide. Um, th- that I don't know. Um, because I haven't uh, worked on any other characters either. Um, I was just try- I was trying to finish all the main story quests and all the side quests, which I did this week. So Anna and I are on Steam Weedle Cartel, which is a low pop server. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if it's battle group wide or or whatever we call them now. Connected I'm, realms. Uh, I'm dying to start leveling my Drakthir right now because that was I that was something I was going to start picking out when I got done with the um, all the story quests. <laughs> so Chris decided to make his Drakthir healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's never played a healer before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is it like being a healer in randoms, Chris? People suck. Yeah. Tanks hate you, DPS hate you, you hate you. Everybody hates you. I think my favorite. I feel like garbage all the time. I'm worthless. I'm not capable of doing anything, and I shouldn't be playing this game. That's what it feels like to be a healer. (laughs) Apparently, my class is overpowered, too, and I didn't know. So I have no excuse for being this shit. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I do feel like Drexia are a little OP, but they are a brand new class, so they haven't had a chance to get tuned. I think Um, my favorite is, he's like, I tried to do three randoms, one of them completely fell apart, one of them we got through and no one said anything, and one of them we got through and the tank said, you're welcome for the carry healer, and immediately left. (laughs) Sorry. I'm like, hmm, yep. So this is why I changed. don't play healers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute nothing burger of praise. Are, are the fourteen people that mean? No, no. Okay, I didn't think. <laughs> well, so. I mean, you can find them, but like usually, everyone's like, "Okay, we've got this. We've give one more try. Here, try this. This we can do it, everybody. Let's work together." And well, okay, or they don't. It's say not anything. quite that chipper, but like. It is when you start talking, and you're yes. like, I think I'm bad at this, and I should leave. Like, no, no, we've got this. Here, let, I'll do this, and then we can get through this. You got it. And it's like, really? <laughs> Are you sure? That's not how MMOs work. <laughs> you're supposed to kick me and find somebody good. <laughs> no, you don't understand. The queues are so long. We're going to make do. <laughs> like, no one cares if you want to watch the cutscenes in 14. If you want to stop for... Five seconds to drink a mana potion. Anymore, mid-dungeon and wow. That's well, that's true. But also, if you if you just say I no. need a little bit of mana, no, you'll get kicked out of the group. Stop being terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I asked a tank to stop pulling everything. He's like, maybe if you were good. <laughs> it's like, what? Come on, can we please not skip all these things? It causes a lot of problems. Listen, the route's been out for two weeks. You should know what you're doing if you're running dungeons at this level. Like, oh my god. I don't know the route to skip these monsters and it fails half the time. Can we just kill them? No. <laughs> eh, be, be a hunter. You'll aggro everything anyway. They have to deal with it. <laughs> and then they yell at you like, like, well, I'm not putting my pets away. 
I need those. I, I need my two cats out at all times. You do? That's why I hunt. She hunts to hang out with her cats. Okay. Yes. That is literally the reason why I started playing Warcraft. <laughs> Vaughn was like, hey, uh, you can play as a hunter and you can have a cat as a pet. And like, sign me up. You don't have cats as pets right now. You have snails. No, I have a, I have my two cats. You I've had got snails Alice. at some point. Yeah, I had this. I had the snail, but then I found one of those you rock cats. Two that, different that colors snails, Kelly. What, what did I name that snail? It was something really funny. Oh, slow burn. Because it was a magma snail. Mm, cute. Um, and then I got my little rock cat named Rocky, and he's very cute. Uh, <gasps> Rocky. Wait, it's not named Jack. No. Um, That's pets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, plus Vaughn's cat is named Jack. Um, though his was actually the other way around. He had his uh, hunter pet. Grapplejack first, and when he got his cat, he named it Jack after Grapplejack. Oh. Versus me, where I, I named my hunter pets after my own cats, and then when when they ended up passing away, I retire them into the stable because you know <laughs> the cat graveyard. Because <laughs> you know that's always fun logging in late. You know, it's like oh, I forgot that I named my cat Ozzy. Um, you can rename them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's put you in the stable. You're yeah, gonna have time a good for you to life rest. now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a stable upstate. <laughs> Vale in the chat says auction houses are region wide, aren't they? So would crafting orders be the same? Well, only commodities in the auction house are region wide, so I don't know um, if that applies to crafting orders or not. Uh, based on what I've seen, I'm assuming not because there's no crafting orders. And There's Chris no plays at like orders. normal times, whereas I don't. Any time I've checked, there aren't any. If you put a crafting order up, though, it'll get it'll get dealt with. But even then, it takes a while because nobody bothers to check them. So you got to wait hours to get it done. So no wonder. Yeah, there's a lot of issues. Yeah, I don't think they thought a lot of the stuff through. The uh, stuff that sounds sounded cool on paper and then in yeah. execution. <laughs> I mean, this definitely feels like a cool-on-paper idea. It, it feels like something they should be iterating on rapidly, and I don't... And they're not. Maybe because they've never done anything rapidly that's gone well? I don't know. <laughs> but, but hey, we're getting... Uh, we're going to be able to transmog gray and white-quality items in the next Yay. content patch. I don't know if you're excited about that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Chris is not excited about that. You're not going to want to transmog your maces into fish? There's one item I want, and that's the top hat. <laughs> I don't know if they ever came out with a non-white version of it. Um, Only in the Worgen starting area. So I was going to say, if you if you play a Worgen, um, you can have that as a... Uh, not heirloom armor, an heritage armor piece. It doesn't matter, though. I can't put it on my dragon. So I can't be a dragon in a top hat and a monocle, which is real pain. Well, not that you could combine those two anyway. No, you couldn't. Which is a no. crime. No, what makes me upset is that there is a dragon NPC in Stormwind that is wearing a hat, but drag playable dragons can't wear hats. Mm -hmm. And I want 
be able to wear a hat. I like the I like auctioneer hats. that keeps showing up at different forms in its life. <laughs> Have you noticed that one? Yeah, yeah it's a ba- sometimes it's a baby, sometimes it's an adult. And sometimes it's it's a uh, human form. Mm-hmm. How, how do you like the uh, duck in the bank that's named uh, basically Scrooge McDuck with a little monocle yeah. top hat? He's fine. It's just I can't touch him or pet him or anything. I do well, like maybe. that the, the, the bank in the Dragon Isles is exactly how a dragon bank should be. It's just a pile of freaking gold with dragons sitting on it. <laughs> I mean, even Blizzard knows how to it do that. It should be outside. Fantasy. It shouldn't even be in a building. It should be a pile of gold. <laughs> well, then people would try to get it. Yeah, well, you walk in there and there's just gold on the floor as you walk in. So, like, even even dragons got to protect their horde. No, it we're alliance. Be- what? We're alliance. Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> duh. Oh, no. If you level a horde dragon and you go to uh, the bank in the horde area, um, there's there's dragons in there that says, oh, every dragon loves a good horde. And mm-hmm. then everybody starts yelling for the horde in the bank. And the dragons are like, what? <laughs> that's, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's hilarious. Um, I, I just I love how self-aware this expansion is. <laughs> Oh, so many jokes. Um, I've played other stuff though. Ooh, what else you play? I I finally freed myself from Pokemon Scarlet's icy grip. So you got four hundred out of four hundred. Yes. Oh boy, we didn't even trade um, with you. Did Anna trade with you? A little bit, okay. but I think by the time she was done with the game, I was still trying to max out the Pokedex. So I just played trade charades with people. How does um, that work? What trade charades? Yeah, how do you tell them I want to trade your legendary and trade it back? Um, so you've got that extra Maradon mm-hmm. that you can just trade, and that's what I did. You just sent it off. Yeah. So they traded um, theirs, or yeah, okay. So I, <laughs> it's bothering me way too much. I want to play through Violet and then get that extra other one and then trade it so that I can have the Corridon that's actually boxable. Mm-hmm. For my living decks, mm-hmm. um, I very nearly started up another game save just to do that, but decided against it. Um, something I might do when the game be- is able to uh, work with Pokemon Home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the biggest pain in the ass about doing, the, I mean, aside from playing trade charades, which, my god, if I had to deal with one more person with sh- just doing trading just to show off their stupid shinies, their stupid hacked shinies, I wanted to punch somebody through the internet. They're not all hacked. It's easy to get uh, shinies this time. I know. It, it's just, I don't know, some of them... Problem is, is there are six IV shinies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, no, the, the hard, hardest one to deal with as far as uh, get, getting all 400 was that freaking gimme ghoul. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, 99 coins. How many coins do I have? 200. Mm-hmm. Okay. 999. Well, yeah. That, yeah. That maximum coins. Max coinage. So luckily, luckily I um, 
found a guide that showed where all the different treasure chests spawned. That's what that, I did. So. It was just a matter of a matter of finding them all. Um, there, there was also finding all the stakes for uh, those legendaries. Um, did you find all the legendaries? Yeah. Okay. That's part of getting to four hundred. See, I saw Anna got to four hundred. I didn't know if you had gotten. To oh 400. yeah. Yeah, I didn't do the legendaries. I just had him show me his. Okay, gotcha. Um, I would have been 400 on like day four. And the <laughs> only thing that was holding me back was Anna's progression. Because I didn't know how I was going to do trade charades to let people know what things I needed. Mm. I mean, there is that thing that Anna pointed out to me, which I appreciate, that you can see what people uh, need. Oh, that's true. The- um, which is kind of nice because, um, well, one, you can tell if people are early in the game if you don't see certain Pokemon. Um, but then, you know, with the Paradox Pokemon, it's very easy to tell what they need and what you need. Um, and then it's just a matter of, hey, I here's the past version of the Iron Tux, Tusk. I need the future version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, also doing some of those level up evolutions, man, I beat up a lot of chances. <laughs> you are part of the cult of ham sandwiches. Yes. You know, I had made so many ham sandwiches during that, that I actually had to buy ham because it was <laughs> making me hungry for actual <laughs> ham sandwiches. And I kind of appreciate that I did that because then um, I started having to give Murray medicine. And you, you know how it is when you pill a cat. Pilling a Nobody enjoys just, pilling a cat. Um, I learned that if I wrap the pill in ham and give it to him, he gobbles the ham down so fast that he doesn't even notice that there's a pill in it. Perfect. So that's how I've been giving him medicine. So thank you, Pokemon. And in an indirect way, you uh, helped me. We are lucky that our ham. cats are such dumpster um, divers divers that oh. we give them pill pockets and trash they goblins. eat them. We call them trash goblins, right? As opposed to trash pandas. Yes. So they are uh, they are very easy to medicate. My boy cats are trash goblins. My girl cats will look at the ham and look at me and then get pissed when the trash goblins take the ham away from them. And it's then like, like I don't want to eat this, but I don't want you to take it. Like, <laughs> like you need to eat faster, stupid, or the boys are going to take it from you. So then I'm like Chris Pratt with the raptors trying to hold off the boy cats so that the girls can eat their treats. <laughs> this is like me guarding Scamper so that Eclipse and Twinkle Toes doesn't yeah. steal his treats. Yeah, after. it's the opposite. The girls steal oh. the food here. <laughs> yeah, after they get their nails trimmed, they get special treats. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this week or yesterday, yeah, yesterday, yeah. we uh we were doing treats, and uh we we did have to do a little bit of goalie cat herding, yeah, <laughs> goal tending. These two treats down first over here. All right, they're distracted. Put these two over here. Now they're eating. Okay, now scamper quickly. Eat these. <laughs> Go. You haven't hit the point where you just like throw them into a room, throw a handful of treats into the room and be like, okay, fend for yourselves. Well, that's the normal treat feeding, but okay. for the special treats, we want to make sure everyone gets one. Oh, I know. That's how I, 
am with the ham and stuff and I'm glad my mom doesn't listen because she'd she'd be chewing me out for giving the cats ham, but it's the only way I can get Murray to eat treats or to eat pills. I don't know. I don't ham might be okay unless it teaches them to start stealing your food. Oh, they've, they've been like that for years. Mm. Um, as Jack and Murray have gotten older, they have gotten much bolder about wanting to try to get in our plates. So we have to eat with a um, water bottle handy. Oh. <laughs> Just to get them to go away. Uh, My when we is get... they come over and they take their paw out. They start slowly reaching it towards your plate. And we go, no. I put the paw back. And the paw starts coming out again. No. The paw goes back. And this repeats for about 20 minutes until you like pick oh. the cat and put it on the other side of the room four times. And and then when we get barbecue, uh, Jack and Murray and sometimes Zora have to go into the bedroom until we're done eating at least the rib portion. And then we let them out. And it's like, well, where is it? We smell it. We smell it. We smell it. Where is it? So I usually kind of save them a couple of little bitty pieces of oh, rib. Kelly, just to give don't to them. give it to them. You're just reinforcing it. I know. I know. But it's. At least with the know, ham, you had a medical reason to do it, but like not just because. You know what that jerk scamper did after we put the treats away, after they got all their treats? He started climbing the pantry shelves, get up to the treat bag to knock it down so he could get more. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I have had to uh, put weights on my trash cans because Jack knows that he can press the button to open up trash cans in our house now. Mm. And I, at first I thought it was a fluke, but then I witnessed him do it. And I was like... Cat, you're too smart, and it scares me sometimes. Yeah, Scampers have uh, figured out that one. <laughs> Fortunately. Um, but but yeah, that that was me finishing Pokemon. I forgot how we got onto cats. Oh yeah, ham sandwich. Ham sandwiches. Yep. Um. So then I didn't know what I wanted to play next, and uh, so on Tuesday, I I knew that a Christmas present was coming for Vaughn. And I, you know, I get the little ring from the lady in the can saying that I have mail and I go to go pick it up and there's two envelopes on the porch. And I pick both of them up and they both feel oddly like switch cases and I go, go baby. Um, I think we got each other the same Christmas present. And he kind of looks at it and I hand him the envelope attached to or addressed to me and I take the envelope um that's addressed to him. And I, I go, since I don't feel like putting this back in my hiding spot, let's just open it now. Cause I think we got each other the same thing. So I, we open up the envelope and go, okay, on three, two, one, pull it out and pull it out. And we both ended up getting each other crisis core. <laughs> um, Slot machine, final fantasy. Yeah, and it, it just kind of cracked me up that ended up being like that. So I started playing Crisis Core, nice. and they really went out of their way to kind of modernize that game. Um, there's, I went through, I looked through a list of all the different changes that they made, and there's a dash button now. Um, obviously, you can do the uh, right stick to. Uh, control the camera which you couldn't do on the PSP version because there was no right stick um 
they had kind of tightened up the battle system a lot. They made the UI pretty much exactly like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because <clears throat> I was sitting there thinking, well, did the UI always look like this? Well, no, it, they made it consistent with that. Um, the game looks beautiful playing on a TV. Uh, and in the past, I've tried to use my Raspberry Pi to emulate that game just so that I could play it on a TV, the PSP version, and I could def- um, PSP emulation just wasn't quite there yet. And, and I'm just happy at all the little things that they've done to really, you know, modernize that game for an eight-year-old PSP game. Um the battle system is still pretty much the same, though they came out and said that you can't actually see your EXP for leveling up. Because um, I know that a lot of people kind of complained that they thought that the leveling up was random. Well, it really isn't. You level up at regular intervals. You just don't know exactly when. Though I think uh, I think people have kind of figured that out via guides and stuff. Um and then the the biggest improvement is the fact that you can skip cutscenes. There was many a times that I would get into a boss fight or get stuck on a boss fight and have to rewatch that the entire cutscene over again. Uh, um, I mean, that's usually a giant improvement, especially in older games. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna keep keep up with it or not. It's gonna I don't know. It's not on holding what kind you. Of game. No, I, it is. I mean, I, I like the game. I figured I just, you'd like the story game. and stuff. but Yeah, it's just a game that I've already played a long time oh, ago. Oh, you did play it. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I finished... Heck, way back then, I as soon as I had finished Crisis Core, I booted up Final Fantasy VII because, um, you know, prequel and all yeah. that. I, I, I almost... Not that it, it matters that. anymore! Changing the story. Are they changing the story of Crisis Core to line up more with what they're doing in the new 7? Does it matter? Does it just seamlessly go to either way? (laughs) From what I read, yes. Okay. They're changing it Uh, or it seamlessly goes either way? I think so. You didn't answer the question. The problem is, is answering that question (laughs) requires spoiling the end of the first remake. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I I realize... Are I you almost... okay with that, Chris? I already know the spoilers, but the question is, we probably don't want to do it for the podcast, right? So. No. No. Everybody um, shows up who shouldn't show up at the end of the first game. <laughs> like, I get that now. <laughs> I very nearly spoiled the PSP game. Mm. Although, if you know the story of Final Fantasy VII at all, you should it's already kind of know that. Yeah. what happens. <laughs> um, but yeah... I don't know. It's like I, I do want to continue it. It's just going to depend on what else is going on. Okay. Um, I've still got to finish Shining Force Three at some point. because uh, I I dropped that because I knew that Pokemon was going to take over my life, and I want to f- finally get get that off my chest. Just because I've waited like what eighteen years, however long it's been, to play through that series or play through Shining Force Three finally. And I've, I've still got a bunch of Steam st- sale stuff on my Steam Deck that I want to try out, like uh, Vampire Survivor. It's good and cheap. I know. But it's long uh, because the, the runs are very long. 
So there are other um, survivor knockoffs, like Soul Survivors is really well regarded. So that might be a better pick up and play experience, though I haven't tried it yet. I had picked up uh, not po- not potion permit. It was another potion making game that Exceed was. Potion making, Anna. Do you know what it is? Gosh, I'm completely Anna? blanking. Anna, looking. Oh, <laughs> like potionomics. Yeah, potionomics. Hey. Um, I picked up that one that I've wanted to boot up because it looks very cool. Um. Th- that was one of the ones that they like Exceed really uh emphasized just how how awesome the facial expressions were in that one and I've been really curious about that one. But um it's also gonna depend on what games I get for Christmas next week too, so we'll have to see. Um I, I am on vacation until January third, so I've got a lot of free time right now. When I'm not killing myself trying to uh, clean out my closets and stuff. Ooh, closet something cleaning. I did, Excitement. Which is something I did Thursday. Yeah, it turns out I'm a bit of a pack rat. No. A video <laughs> gamer collector is a pack rat? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, well, to, to be fair, a lot of stuff I've had trouble getting rid of is kind of tied to my dad. And I've just kind of cut the cord, as it were, and be like, okay, I really need to get rid of some of this stuff. I'm sure he would understand. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dead people do not expect you to keep everything of theirs forever. I, I know, but, you know, when you're when you're still hurting and mm-hmm. it's been two I years know. later. I'm aware. I know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard. And, when it's ten years later, it's time to start being like, okay, it's time to face this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can't help it. I've always been like that. I'm very much, uh, I have a hard time letting go of stuff. So oh, I don't want to get too personal. Chris, have you played anything else? Um, Vampire Survivors. I have uh, unlocked, I've seen the credits as of last night. And that means I now have Queen Sigma. I get to have lots of fun in my runs. Um, And I'm ready to go play the DLC, which I have not picked up yet. But um, I will probably do tonight. Um, yeah, uh, Vampire Survivors, fantastic. Um, some things I had to go look up to, in order to finish unlocking some of the secret characters. I just couldn't figure out on my own. Um, and then I wasn't sure I was on the right track for unlocking everything to finish the game. So I had to look up just enough to be like, no, this is where you should be. Just go do it. Yeah, I know. It looks like you're stuck. Just keep doing it and go use what you unlocked and it'll progress. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's all I need to know. <laughs> as long as I'm making progress. Because there's some points in your vampire survivor journey where you might feel like, I'm am I making progress anymore? Am I unlocking mm-hmm. anything? And and just knowing that you are is is all you need to keep going. So um I worked through that. I I finished that up. Um and yeah, I still love Vampire Survivors. I think it's great. Um and I'm looking forward to the DLC you know next time we cast. Is that next week? We're casting next week or not, Anna? I don't think we're casting next week because it's the 24th. Oh, okay. I'll let you know after Christmas then. Okay. So we I guess might in the ca- new years. In the new year? From what I saw, we might cast the weekend after, depending on who we can get. But okay. um, the 24th is a no-go because I okay. celebrate on the 24th. Okay. Or 
my family does. Well, you know, in a couple of weeks, though, you can go look up reviews on the internet. That's a easy enough game to get people's opinions on if you if the DLC is any good. Tam, if you try the DLC, let us know in the chat right now if it's any good. You know, um, I'm, I, yeah. I might just boot up Vampire Survivor tonight at some point and see if it hooks me because I've been dying to try that out. Tam uh, says that, the DLC is crazy. Perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> that's what cool. I would expect because that's what that game gets. Because once you get through the basic loop, like the only way to go forward is to make it stupid and weird and crazy. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, that definitely happens a few times. Um, and I'm surprised it took how long in the game it took before enough talk have at you got thrown at me. Um, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) Uh, let's see. So, uh, the other thing I did, uh, Chained Echoes, I started playing Chained Echoes, um, been taking the, uh, RPG community by storm, right? Um, and rightly so it's a good, it's a well-made game from what I've played so far, which is only like a few hours, but, uh, I really like it and I need to play more of it. And I heard this week people started losing their save games on their steam deck. Oh, oops! Uh, I'm playing on Game Pass, so I, I've been playing it on my Xbox. So obviously, it runs great there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently there's a, a weird workaround where you can might be able to find a, a pre-copied to the cloud version of your save file on the Steam Deck if you lost your Steam Deck save. So go look for that on the Steam for- discussion forums for the game. Um, people are have pinned that topic because obviously a lot of people have had the issue there. Um, I'm not on steam, so I don't know what I haven't tried and I need to figure out how to do is, is there a way to get um, game pass for PC games to run on a steam deck? If so, what hoops do I have to jump through so that I can play between my Xbox and my steam deck? I'm probably asking for way more trouble than it's worth, even if you could do it, but that's what I want to try to do. Because I started playing this game, I looked over to Anna, Anna, I've got a problem. I want to play this game portably so I can play it in bed and stuff. <laughs> because it just feels like, um, you know, it's, it's a turn-based RPG, so there's going to be some slow grinding at times, and I've just changed in my life circumstances where I don't want to occupy the big TV with that sort of game, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that- maybe I should, but, you know, there's no voice acting or anything, so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like you're level grinding or doing a dumb dungeon, so you want to, you know, watch a TV show or something while you're doing it. Yeah, but then I started feeling I bad. That. Like, I used to just do this sort of stuff, but I also remember wishing I could do other things while doing these things in the past. So mm-hmm. it's not really just an adult thing. It's just now it's easier to do this thing, and so I've come to expect it more with all my games. So, yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Do you know if the Switch version runs worth a crap? I assume it runs great, but I don't know. Um, because that's probably the version I'll pick up. I just wish listed it. I th- I assume Anna will also play it on Switch if she ever gets around to it, even though we have it on Game Pass. Um, mostly to frustrate me because she refuses to play things on Game Pass, and I don't understand why. <laughs> Um, Because there probably isn't a convenient, portable way for games to play something on Game Pass. I mean, that's a logical answer, but, like, come on. I'm dealing with it. Why can't she? I mean, I'm kind of with her that... Anne, are you going to actually participate in this conversation about you? Why? You're having so much fun putting (laughs) words in my mouth. No, I'd like to hear your thoughts now that I've challenged you. I want things portable. Yeah, that's what I thought. But, like, free or we've already paid for it why would you buy it again 
Why would I buy the thing that I want to play again to play it the way that I want to play it? Yeah, when you already have it another way. And yes, it's a little bit inconvenient, but like also not spending money or more money to do it that way. I think that we disagree on the term a little bit inconvenient. You heard it here. Anna says Game Pass is garbage and totally not for her. I mean, what would the like again? Be? Why do I need to be in these conversations? <laughs> do you disagree? Is Game Pass useful for you for anything? Uh, yeah, it means you spend less on games. <laughs> uh, oh, you Tam, asked. Tam, way to bring that up. Tam in the chat says I have four copies of Dragon Quest Builders Two. Anna, how many different systems have you played Dragon Quest Builders Two on? <laughs> One. No. Yeah. Really? I've played it on the Switch every time. I thought you've played it on multiple systems. No. Okay. Now, if you want to talk builders? about, um, uh, what was it? Class of Heroes? Clash of Heroes? Was it Builders 1 that you played on PS4 and Switch? Is that how that worked? No, not Class of Heroes. Um, uh, not Class of Heroes. Might and Magic Hero, uh, Clash. Yeah, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. Clash of Heroes is a whole other thing. Yeah, so that I've played on... All right, so let me think. I played it on iPad... I played it on 3D. I played it on DS. I think I stuck it in my 3DS and played it. And then I played it on something else. So I've played that like four places. Mm-hmm. So, gosh, now I want to play that game again. I should go see if it's on Steam. It's probably on Game Pass. Clash of Heroes? Uh, no, it was 360, so it may or may not be. I think it's on the um, PC for Ubisoft's Microsoft. No. Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. It's on Steam. So there you go. That means you can play it on the Steam Deck, Anna. Time for you to break out the Steam Deck. You know, I... I already own it. I remain so confused why you want me to play the Steam Deck so much when you're playing the Steam Deck all the time. I have plenty of other things to play, Anna. I'm going to be fine. I'm... (laughs) I want you to enjoy this portable system, too. I'm having some fun with it. Why can't you? <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said about your husband wanting you to actually play his portable system. Hey. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding, by the way. Do you want your own Steam Deck before you feel it's okay Ugh. to play a Steam Deck? No. No. <laughs> How about you just try playing it on mine? And yeah, Tam says, I already own it on Steam, which is true. I already own it on Steam, which you could just boot it up on the Steam Deck. How easy is that? (laughs) Is that too hard, Anna? I mean, why would I not just play it on PC? Because it's not portable then. You you just got through telling us you want to play things portably. Which is it? Do you want to play things portably or not? I just like annoying you. Oh! <laughs> Moving on. I've got nothing else, Kelly. Anna, have you played anything else? Uh, I'm playing lots of Shop Titans. Shop Titans. Yeah. So I got into a good guild, um, and my guild does Whoa. all of the weekly events. Won't let me join a WoW guild, but joins a freaking Clash of Clans uh, Clash of Clans, Shop Titans Guild. <laughs> it's not an endgame guild. Oh, all right. I, you have to have like 250 billion invested to get into an endgame guild, and I have eight. 
just to give you an idea where I'm at in the that grand scheme. That 250 million, of- by the way, is real dollars. Um, it's no, for the whales what? only. <laughs> no, Chris, what the hell? How much have they spent, though? Oh, I mean, if you're in an endgame guild, you've spent a lot of money on this yeah, game. Yeah, that's what I thought. I- I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. Sorry, it's boring. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Is it time for uh, feedback? I think it is. We were having some feedback earlier, that was for sure. Oh, before the show, we had some microphone issues because Anna joined <laughs> Skype. So, um, as as people who listen every week um, know, Chris was out for surgery. And so um, he was just not doing the podcast. And so during that time, Phil was doing the podcast. And um, so, like I have been doing every week for the last month and a little bit, I got on Skype and got into the podcast call. Uh, Mistakes were made. (laughs) It was very trippy, though, like being in a music video. Um, As for actual feedback, uh, what do you hope to get as a Christmas gift from Featherhoof? As someone who fairly recently got a PS5, I'm kind of hoping the missus is going to give me some games for to start building my PS5 library. Most notable mentions are Demon Souls, Valkyrie Elysium, and Star Ocean: The Divine Force. Um, from Tracer Three, I am hoping to get either Front Mission Remake or Dio Field Chronicles. Um, what do you guys want for Christmas? Um, Chris got me what I wanted already, which is um, my friend uh, writes Griffin fantasy novels. Mm-hmm. And there's a character named Softpaws in those books. And they got together with an artist to make figurines of some of the primary characters. And so I'm getting a Softpaws figurine. Ah. Uh, Very excited. I had put, I mean, I always put a lot of stuff on my Christmas list, mostly just to give people kind of stuff to pick from. Um, gaming wise, I really wanted uh, Sonic Frontiers. Um, Dragon Quest Treasures and Harvestella, though I also put um, Valkyrie Elysium and, oh god, what else? Tactics, Tactics of Reborn on there. Um, the, the thing I actually want for Christmas the most, though, is that um, there's a new big plush uh, Minecraft cat that's the orange tabby, and I collect Minecraft cats, and I, I showed it to Vondo. I was like, hey, is this a zone violation? Or Christmas Zone violation, he's like very much so. <laughs> so Christmas uh, zone, zone violation. <laughs> so um I can't tell if that was supposed to be a hint or not, but Well if yeah. it's if it's not vague, it's not very useful. Come on. It's gotta be He's gotta give you those violations both for things you're getting and not getting. I know. But he also knows how obsessive I am of over uh minecraft cats mm-hmm. like i i have ebay i've ebayed several minecraft cats uh not exactly being cheap um so yeah there there's that uh so i guess our quest question of the week next time will be what did you get for christmas since it'll be after christmas yes or other uh, holidays or other holidays, not just Christmas. Um, what was your holiday gift gift experience like? 
um, which reminds me, I've got to set up my nephew's PS5 this weekend before I wrap it. Um, yeah, th- there's your P- PSA, Parents of RPG Cast. If you got your kid a console for Christmas, um, open it up, make sure it's updated, uh, charge controllers, and install any games, because otherwise you're going to have, have sad kids. Yeah, on Christmas morning. I uh, I made sure to message my sister-in-law this morning and was like, "Hey, I know this is normally the weekend that you wrap gifts, but before you wrap the switch, please take it out, connect it to the internet, update it. If you need help doing that, I can help you. But honestly, you'd probably be best served just watching videos on YouTube to do it. Um, usually when. If my nephew gets a uh, console for Christmas, my sister actually has it shipped to my house. Not only so that I can perform that service, but because I because I work from home, uh, that way a five hundred dollar system isn't just sitting on their porch. So I guess that's not a problem anymore now that my mom's retired. But it used to be a problem. So well, I live seven hundred miles in a different country away from my sister in law. Yeah, yeah. It it helps to be local. <laughs> <laughs> so while it would be cool to do that, it's just not in the cards currently. God, I I just wish there was a way for me to monetize that surface service. Like parents, clueless about consoles, let me set them up for you. But something tells sounds me like that. a BuzzFeed article. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a crafting order that could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So um, that concludes the PSA. Are we, are we ready for news? We are finally at Ease 10. So well, Neon what do you mean finally? Had, what does what uh, it matter? I didn't think that the E series would get up to 10. Oh, okay. 10 entries. Um, they, they, Neon Falcom has announced Ease 10 Nordics. Um, it's set in the arpeggio of the North Northern Seas Obelia Bay, and I don't know if this is the best idea in the world or the worst, but you're going to be Adolf Christian with your own ship. What? No! 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 Chris! No! Chris, you're you're going full Waboof. You don't. You don't know. You do not. You do not. Give Adol a ship. You don't put him on a ship. You don't put him near a ship. You definitely don't let him drive the ship. That this is a this is a feint. You're gonna have that ship for 20 minutes, and then he's gonna crash it. You all know this is gonna happen. Tell me I'm wrong. The news story says it will let players pilot their own ship and explore the seas using maps and engage in naval battles. Does it acknowledge the obvious issues that giving Adol a ship brings up to mind? In any way. Um, I mean, the game was just announced. We don't even have a trailer yet, but we only have like a handful of screenshots. But as soon as I saw the screenshot of Adol piloting a ship, I'm like, does anybody see an issue with this? Everybody sees an issue with this. Like, what? Don't. Um, What are you doing? For for anybody that hasn't played an Ease game, it's a running joke that every Ease game starts with Adol and a shipwreck. I can't think of. Sometimes that late in the sh- in the game you get on an airship and then that crashes too. Just, yeah. It doesn't matter. He gets on a ship, it crashes. Shipwrecks. Usually loses his memory. Uh, remembers it by the end of the game. <laughs> Anna, it, 
I'm having trouble remembering. Did he get in a shipwreck in nine? Mm. No, but they did talk about several shipwrecks. <laughs> okay. Because remember that it through through East Nine, he's being interrogated in the prison. Right. Right. Yeah, but yeah, that that's a running joke. So they're just like, screw it. Let's just give him his own ship. Let him crash it himself for once. This time when it crashes, it's your fault, player. Yep. Um. No. No word on when this is going to be out, other than sometime in 2023 in Japan. Give him a ship. Um, They also announced a Ease Memori. How do you say that? Memori? Spelled weird. Uh, Oath and Fulgana coming to Japan in spring. Um, This is a enhanced version of Oath and Fulgana, which came out in uh, 2010. Um, you'll be able to play or switch between. Oh, refined are you trying to say memoir? Memoir. What? I I, I apologize. I've. <laughs> I just I I'm like flipping through my mind about what this word could possibly be. Oh, oh yes, memoir. Yeah, it's a new version of Oath and Falgana exclusively for the Switch. Coming How many out versions of Oath and Falgana are there? Well, that is a complicated question oh, no. to answer because there were three versions of Ease Four. Does this is this like the Trails in the Sky versions? No. Okay. No, no. So there were three three versions of Ease Four that came from three different publishers. Uh huh. And then Nihon Falcon remade Ease Four and kind of mashed all of the lore together and squishied it, and that became the Oath and Felgana. And that was uh, what Vita and PS3. Wait, uh, this Oath and Fulgana is the remake of East Three. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm thinking oh, no, of the wrong I mean, game. The, no, no worries. Um, I mean, it's it's still confusing as hell because there was the Genesis and uh, Super Nintendo versions that were kind of side-scrolling RPGs. That so oh, the original East Three was was kind of the weird one kind of like um leaks adventure yeah it wasn't and, bump combat yeah it was like side scrolling combat and then they remade it um for the psp in 2010 and then i think that version went to several other consoles or no i think it went to pc and that was it so now this is going to be a switch version um whether or not we're going to get this one in the United States, I don't know. I hope we do because Oath and Fulgana is very good and very fun. Um, I think it uses the same engine as Ease Origin now that I think about it. Um, um, so I think that we may end up having problems with this because who owns the localization for Oath and Fulgana? It's Exceed, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if Nisa is willing to retranslate it, then we'll probably see it. Yeah. Hey, if if you're confused about any of this E stuff, we do have a where to start article about that. That I, I don't know. Should we update that article to include ten? At some point. I don't know if these are like living documents or not. Because I, I I mean, do I know we know we to... the answer to whether or not you should start with ten yet, though? No. So we have time. Yes. We have time. 
but I, I'm excited about those two things. Um, something I'm mildly excited about, even if it is going to be a mobile game, um, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis has a new trailer, but the beta has been pushed to summer. So Ever Crisis is the mobile game that is taking like major events from all the different Final Fantasy compilation games and kind of smashing them together. Um, the game itself is going to be free, but the microtransactions are going to be weapon loot boxes. So I'm kind of glad that they're making this available for free. Um, Final Fantasy VII section is going to have about 10 chapters, so that's nice. And you, Oh, and you can also select your own non-canon party members for special dungeons, so that'll be neat, too. Um, no I know opinions. this makes some people sad, but this interests me. Yeah, it, it, it interests me too. I, I mean, what they, sh- what they've showed with the high res textures and stuff is what I actually wanted out of a Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, I also honestly hope that they don't abandon this one like they just kind of abandoned First Soldier. I don't even think that game's dead a now, year. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But I mean, that was a gas. And this one is more of a single-player RPG. Yeah. So I, I think that how you measure results between those two games is pretty different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, we've also got uh, Octopath Traveler 2 characters introduced, um, Throne and Timidos. So Throne is a thief for hire in the city of Brightlands, and she can steal stuff. Um, what else can she do? I, I was watching the trailer before the stream and then got distracted by all the different feedback stuff. Um, you've also got uh, Tenemos the Cleric, who can guide people. Um, okay, here's their path actions. So, t- each character has their own path actions, the talent and the latent power. Um, Throne's ta- uh path action is being able to steal stuff and then the uh oh wait no i'm sorry it's path actions talent and latent power my bad um throne throne i can also uh ambush people to knock them unconscious so kind of like on but fighting people to like get them to move and stuff in the first game hmm. and then um her latent power is to be able to act twice in a turn which is nice um, and then Tenemos uh, can guide townspeople around, have them assist in battle, and coerce information out of them. And then in night battles, he can uh, blind enemies and lower their defense and um, lower enemy shield points with any attack. Cool. So, so sounds like fun. Um, going to be too detailed for... for me to care about at this stage of the game. Yeah. It's like, um, is, is the game good? <laughs> That's all I care about at this point. I know the first game was. Um, set to release on February 24th, 2023. Wow, that's coming out a lot sooner than I thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also got a new Fire Emblem Engage trailer. Um, Welcome to the Summono? Is that how you say that? Um, Fire Emblem Engage. Somniel. 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 Um, The Somniel (laughs) is the floating fortress that acts as the player base. Um, you can prepare for combat, bond with allies. Ah, uh, here's the bonding. Okay. Your bonding thing is uh-huh. uh, polishing fire emblem rings. Uh-huh. Rubbing your ring. 
with my toothpaste to get it to a nice shine. Well, and you have to rub lots of rings. Oh, boy. Because there's quality of rings. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's weird. Like, a lot of the things in this game feel like um, free to play gotcha garbage? style mechanics. Yeah. And so it's kind of confusing to me because suck. <laughs> it doesn't have any like in-game transactions. Like there, it's not like it's free and, and you have to spend to pull these rings, but that you know of yet. <laughs> it is interesting to me that it feels like they're trying to pull in the people that play fire emblem heroes. I don't know. I just want to know how the main character is able to walk with that long hair without tripping over it. Um, I could ask Cookie. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, her <laughs> like, hair's that long? Uh, yeah, Cookie finally cut her hair because it started <laughs> brushing on the ground. <laughs> and she was like, I don't want to drag my hair through the mud. <laughs> the answer is, my... when she needs to walk, she puts it up. Oh, yeah. 99% of the time, she keeps it up in, like, this really ornate uh, twist thing that she does. And she does it, and she's like, and I'm like, you you have (laughs) 8,000 miles of hair. How did you do that so fast? I I didn't know you were friends with a Rapunzel, apparently. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll have to pull out my wedding pictures next time we're chatting. She's the best. She's awesome. And it's great, because... I think the thing that amuses me and befuddles people about my friendship with Cookie is we have nothing in common. (laughs) She is an environmental scientist that teaches ornithology at a local university. Hmm. Do not think I could pick a person that was different from me. And she knits. This is so weird. (laughs) This, This game video of the Fire Emblem stuff is so weird. The stuff you do this time. You literally are rubbing rings to make friends. So, so what would... Robin went out to make hey. friends! <laughs> so, so what's worse, rubbing the rings or having to blow on the DS to gently wake people up? Oh, blowing on the DS. The blowing on the DS. Yeah. That was just weird. I'm sorry, I play a lot of pervy games, and that's just weird. Oh, when does this come out? January 20th, 2023. Um, I hope it's good. I I have the collector's edition pre-ordered, and I'm not sure if I'm going to regret that decision. So, like, are all the characters from other games on vacation in your game? Or are these people in your base from this game? Yeah, they're all from this game? I don't know. I don't get good it. Good question. I don't know. There's so many Fire Emblem characters. So, so I have you no idea if these are old people or not. A multi- <laughs> right. All right. So you can own a multitude of the same ring. No, I'm not talking about the rings. I'm talking about the people who are standing in your, what do we call it? Uh, your toothpaste tube, the wherever sun. you hang out. In. <laughs> your toothpaste tube? <laughs> he says they're from this game. So <laughs> you didn't see that thing. Like, look at, look, look at this island. It looks like someone took a round toothpaste tube and they're squirting toothpaste out of it. It's even, it's like squirting out. (laughs) Oh, wow, I can't unsee it either. I mean, it doesn't look exactly like a toothpaste tube, but maybe if you rolled it up. Yeah, it's like a partially rolled up toothpaste tube and it's squirting out. Oh, Chris. Look, I hope that you can name the main character in this because I'm going to name the... I'm going to name them Colgate. <laughs> That'll get old so fast. 
It will, but I don't care. <laughs> what was that game I was playing that I named the person COVID twenty? Oh, my Animal Crossing video. Yeah, village, right. Yes, yes. Your 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 Animal yeah, Crossing turns out island COVID, is COVID nineteen went way past COVID twenty. <laughs> Welcome to twenty twenty three. Still COVIDing. Yay! Tam says it's more like a soap dispenser. That's fair. Why is there a donkey and a camel and a cat? You can't use them in battle. Why are things I can't use in battle on my toothpaste island? Can you pet the cat? Can you yes. yes. Cat? You can pet the dog, oh. too. Oh. And you can feed a pig. I don't know if it's a pig. It doesn't have a snout, but all right. It's a dog. It's a, it's a pig it's dog. dog. Oh, you fed him pork. That would be bad. Okay. Oh, what a cute dog. Um... I do like that one of the top comments on the YouTube video <clears throat> on the trailer, it's like, ah, oh, yes, the thing every Fire Emblem player asked for. I really need a dog to pet. <laughs> Mind you, the fact that you couldn't cat pet the cats in um, Three Houses was like, they patched that in. I mean, if you're going to have cats, they should be pettable, but also, we don't need pettable cats. <laughs> so don't put... What is this garbage? Just make the gameplay good. Why is this? This is going a bit beyond what they need to with the out of combat things. And none of it looks particularly compelling. I'm a little worried about this one, folks. What, what does the Amiibo Gazebo do? Is it just for outfits? It looks okay, like outfits. Out- scan and you get outfits. So scan all those Fire Emblem Amiibos you've been saving up to do nothing with. Now you can do something. And hey. unlock music tickets, maybe? Okay. Um, RPG adjacent, the Sephiroth Amiibo comes out in January and is available for pre-order, and I've pre-ordered two of them. Like, these things that they've got in here look like the ones you see in bad mobile games that are slice-of-life games that don't have good game design. It's not even like, oh, no, I don't want a, a life sim. It's like a bad life sim. Like, give me a good one, and I'll do that alongside my fight Emblem battles. I've got no problem with that. But this one doesn't look like a good one. I guess we'll see, won't we? Yeah, we will. Um, Are you excited about more Fairy Fencer F? I thought both of you guys played that. Sorry, I'm still watching this Fire Emblem video and getting more angry. Fire Fancy, Fairy Fancy F, for, yeah, whatever. It's coming out again. Is it good this um, time? Coming west uh, in spring. I think this is a sequel. Oh, is it a sequel? Um, takes place after the events of Fairy Fencer F and the enhanced Fairy Fencer F Dark Advent Force and sees Fang and his allies encountering Glace and Fleur, um, uses her a- uses who are able to use the power of song to boost other people's abilities. Oh, I didn't know this was a sting game. What? I'm no, so no confused. No wonder it had... No wonder it had some sort of quality to it. I must be confusing Fairy Fencer F with something else. Well, it's coming west in spring. This is the so. SRGP sequel to Fairy Fencer F. Oh, right. Advent Dark Forest. That's the one I played. And then I never finished it, so I never saw the true ending. And then there's this, which is its SRPG sequel, which with graphics that look worse than the first game. At least the first game's remake. Same characters show up, other characters show up, and lots, you know, it's an SRPG, so, but with anime, so lots of flashy attacks. Great. 
watch the trailer. I don't think I care. But it is Sting, so you're right. Um, do you care about Paladins? Yes. The In- Boulder's Gate 3 patch has added Paladins. What is this? The Baldur's Gate um, 3 panel from hell. It's a role-playing panel where they talk to a really sad and tired-looking Jeff Keeley over Zoom. And gosh, he looks like he needs to sleep. Look at him. He's dying. Jeff. Jeff, it's a, take some time. Go rest, Jeff. I know the end of the Game Awards was real frustrating. That guy got up on stage, but go take a break. Uh, I don't know. What did they announce, Kelly? Something about Paladins? Um, yeah, the early access version has Paladins now. Um, paladins are able to unleash combos on enemies while providing protection to their allies. Um, they have different missions. Wait, and all of them. Wait, 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 wait. Did they recast Minx as Matt Mercer? I don't know. I'm out. Why? What's Min- wrong? Minx was voiced by Jim Cummings, who still works. Why didn't they get Jim Cummings again? Probably because Jim Cummings is getting up there. I don't care. You go get him. Like, what are you doing? How old is Jim Cummings now? Hang on. Let's look him up. He's pretty up there. He works on wild games. He's 70 years old. I don't care. Doesn't matter. I, I don't mind him getting replaced with Matt. I love Matt. His his voice sounds pretty pretty good. He wasn't even asked the marital controversy he was embroiled in back in 2019. What is that? Clear, fully clear to the allegations. Okay, so this is pure speculation on this article writer that that was even related to this. Like, no, you get Jim Cummings. Mercer does do a good minx. And I'm fine with that. I know uh, Mercer's going to do his best to make a good Mince voice. Like, no no doubt there. Like, nothing against Mercer doing the role. This is just like other things. It's just, you had the chance to get the guy. Why didn't you get the guy? (laughs) I mean, maybe he can't do that kind of voice work anymore. Every voice he does is that kind of voice worker, Kelly. (laughs) Like, listen to all his wow wow voices. If Jim Cummings was too busy for Mince... That's fine. Then you come back me and tell me he was. Hairfox says he wasn't even asked, so it's not an issue of being too busy. Because if he was too busy, he said, "I'm too busy to be Minsk. Other people will need to kick Eva's butt in my pre- in my absence." Fine. Then we hand the torch off. That's cool. But you gotta ask. There's something about these games, like people like you can never make old people like you happy, Chris. Yes, you can. It doesn't take a lot of savvy. You you ask Jim Cummings, hey, can you do this? I can do it, but I don't really want to. Or, oh, I've retired. You know, oh, and then you have a little tweet saying, hey, this is Jim Cummings here. I did the voice of Mince. Um, I'm getting a bit up there. Or I'm not going to be able to do it this time around, but I'm passing the torch off to my good buddy, Matt Mercer, and he's going to do it. And like, okay, cool, I'm satisfied. But no, they don't do that. Probably because nobody expects anyone to react like I am. So... This is this is as baseless yeah. as my silly Will Wheaton rants, probably. But yeah, Chris, I, th- I think the only person that seems to be angry about this is you. The oh, guy no, still makes not, voices. He's not the only person. <laughs> I have seen you're some the other only person. You're the only person on this podcast that yeah. seems to be that upset. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want I want some of it. 
Why? Because it it it, it indicates to me that the people making this game don't have their head in the right place. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just feeding that back into myself, but like I I just it feels bad, man. <laughs> what's your what's your saying? At least for it's this better game? than it's better than it it feels slightly better than the whole Witcher situation. Well, where but, but they go in Henry, that same box for me. Well, where Henry Cavill got recast? Yeah. Because the the people writing the thing are just bad at it. Yeah, he also got ousted as Superman. Henry Henry Cavill's not having a good week. Yeah. But then again, he did get cast for some but Warhammer. He's going to do Warhammer stuff. So it's like, I was wondering, what is he going to go to that's nerdy? And like, it wasn't even in my mind to think about Warhammer and him. Of course he he's into Warhammer. Warhammer. Of course he, he does. He loves Warhammer. I didn't know it, but it totally like, makes sense. <laughs> when he first started getting super popular after Superman, he literally went to some Warhammer conventions and did some Warhammer streams. Perfect. And everyone was like, Superman's a nerd. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy now that he gets to go do Warhammer stuff because like there's some good War Warhammer books allegedly I don't know I haven't read them but I'd love to see some cool Warhammer movies with weird techno priests and stuff let's do that. Um, people also really want him to play Arthas if there's ever a uh, Lich King movie. <clears throat> you guys okay. don't seem that I don't know I, I still haven't seen The Witcher season one so I don't know why I even care at all about that. Other I. Than- I watch an episode and it's really squicky. Uh, I was watching some video who complained that season two was all about a feminist agenda. So maybe you should watch season two. <laughs> I actually think th- this person was probably full of crap and they were just reading in. Um, they they look for um, woke culture to invade the things they love and then they criticize it. That's their entire YouTube shtick. So this person's full of it. but. um. I, don't know, I thought that was funny. So then maybe you'll like a uh, season two better because I don't know. <laughs> Apparently Siri's I, got a bigger role than she does in the games. Ooh. Oh no. I, I stopped watching. I'm sorry, because... Chris. Chris, we are not allowed expanding the roles of any women who were shoved into trope boxes I, in the game. The only thing I'll say is it is called the Witcher, not the Witcher and friends. That's so that's, that's, there is that. It is a show about The Witcher, but really, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> like, um, let's explore the characters who are interesting and have good actors. <laughs> I stopped watching because uh, there was some body horror stuff with Jennifer that I just, mm. could, you know, and you know, normally bother body horror stuff doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, but this was like. Oh my god, my entire lower half hurts just watching this. I'm gonna go away and do something. You know what? I'm gonna put on a little my little pony right now. I like this there I like go. this show. I don't wanna watch <laughs> this. My little pony moment. featuring <laughs> Geralt. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> um I, I'm sure if you guys know the show, you know exactly what scene I'm talking about with Unifer mm. and mm-hmm. ow no. Mm. Ow. Mm. That just looked painful and awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the last spell, full launch window and console versions announced. This is a wait, um, wait, wait. Before we but, move off of Baldur's Gate three, was there anything useful other than complaining about Minska's voice actor, who's probably going to be fantastic? I don't know. I already closed the story like 
Okay, so they, they talk about how they're adding paladins and yeah. the oaths that they're going to have. Okay, so we'll move on. The last spell gets a full launch window. Which one's the last spell? It is a tactical RPG where you're defending the last of the mages that's going to prepare for a spell that will banish all magic from the world. And it's relevant to my interest because it has a really cool heavy metal soundtrack. Um, it's going to launch sometime in quarter one, 2023. And yeah, it has playstation and nintendo switch versions announced um i'm actually kind of hovering over the buy button right now for the early access version just to check it out plus the um soundtrack is on sale so okay really dumb question when you buy early access games like this do you get the full version when it releases yes Okay. And in general, the early access price is cheaper than whatever they decide to make it at 1.0. Okay. So, if, so if it is a game that you are interested in playing, interested in playing now while it is incomplete and interested in giving meaningful feedback on, buy it. Okay. Excellent. I, I usually don't do early access stuff just because I've been burned by that in the past. But since this one is very very close to releasing anyway and kind of relevant to my interests i'm fighting so uh what else have we got we've got a spirity xbox release announced this is the cat um, tea shop right yeah yeah the cat tea shop um it sets a launch in early 2023 Wait, is this or is this just um stardew valley no it's it's a um, it takes players to rule East Asia where a cat spirit named Wanyan hands over the control of the bathhouse to the player. And you got to clean this place up. It is a filthy pigsty. Huh? Kind of, kind of gives me spirited away vibes. Uh-huh. No, but yeah, no, it looks really this cute. Looks, this looks. I think this was on the cozy games thing because this looks yeah. cozy. Wait, was that dude walking by with a sensor bar? I don't know them? what was going yes! on. Yes, <laughs> they didn't have any clothes on. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even... Oh, yeah, look at that. Okay. Yep. All right. Gonna move on. <laughs> it's a sensor bar. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's gonna be coming to Xbox and will be included on the Xbox Game Pass subscription service. Hey, so. Anna, you can try it out. Oh, wait. No, you won't. I do think that they need to... You know, if if Xbox Live wanted to sell more subscriptions, they should have a uh, Steam Deck app. <laughs> that trailer is still safer than the Cyberpunk trailer. Cyberpunk yeah. Edge Runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. What else have we got? I can't uh, wait till I accidentally Reapers put that on again announced? and Tam joins the Skype call to scream at me like, "Turn it off! Turn it off!" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What is this? I don't know. Redemption uh, Reapers. Redemption Reapers. Is this a TV so, show? Publisher Binary Haze. Uh, Is there any gameplay for... in this garbage? Come on. Okay, here uh, we go. TRPG! Yay! <laughs> TRPG is in tactical? Okay, yeah, yeah, tactical. Yeah, with monsters. What is this? Victorian? I don't know how to... I don't know settings. What it was the right? Gothic? There's lots of bloody things with spikes sticking out of them. So whatever era that is. It looks Diablo-ish to me, put it that way. It looks way. Van Helsing-ish to me. Well, so whatever. what's the yeah. premise? Um, set in a world beset by the sudden appearance of the Mort armies, and you're trying to take them down. Now, let me let me give you the premise, Kelly. 
you have different heroes you can choose from and you kill them in a tactical game. You're killing monsters in a tactical game. There's your premise. Kill the monsters. Sorry, I had to yell at the lady in a can to shut up because something I said activated her. Nice. Uh, we didn't hear it, so that's good. Oh, good. The mute uh, th- worked. That wasn't, no, that wasn't the mute button. That oh, no. Holding my, holding my hand over the microphone. <laughs> Yelling at the lady in the can to shut up. You know, I worry that when I get terse with her, that she's going to get angry with me. Um, she gets, she gets, um, she gets terse back. <laughs> I can't answer that. I've, <laughs> Just st- I've, mm-hmm. I've called her some names before. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Falconeer? Falconeer's on VR now. Yeah, there you go. You going to play Falconeer on VR, Anna? It's Probably not. DLC. This looks like a game that make you queasy. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, what um, gets me is like you can see it. It's immersive third person VR. That is like a no go. Third person VR yeah. is the thing that makes you feel real weird. Like no. But then again, first person has the issue where if you aren't moving but you your viewpoint is moving, that's also disconcerting. So I don't know. Whatever. Ah. Uh. Um, tangentially related, if you have an Oculus and have not uh, migrated to a Meta account, mm-hmm. you have to do so before the first, or else you're going to lose all of your purchases. What? Yeah. Why did they put a deadline on it? Because uh, companies. Okay. Well, go good. Technically, do that. this is the third deadline they've put on it. The consequences that- are just actually like real now. Mm. Yeah, Von was telling me that yesterday, and it's like, oh, I haven't touched my VR headset all summer. Oh, Ragnarok has a bunch of DLC. Well, I'm $30 poorer now, but my (laughs) favorite song is now in my favorite VR game. All right, Uh, so our next story is about some other anime-inspired game where, oh, someone's trying to be Vanillaware. Side-scrolling beat-em-up with fancy-ish artwork, though they're not really hitting the vanillaware standards giant monsters versus small main characters what is this called kelly um astralipa revision heading to switch and dlc announced this was originally released for Wait, is oh, this it, a Chemco it's been game? developed over 14 years and released on pc oh. in october of this so year indie as heck monster yeah. designs actually do look very vanillaware yeah see it, i was getting a little bit of uh blasphemy vibes from the combat okay but, i don't remember blasphemy but i'll take your word for it yeah um looks kind of cool uh when is it gonna come out for the switch oh is this the one jc uh, played the demo for okay cool yeah i remember that yeah we'll come out for the nintendo switch in 2023 so please be excited for that um there's also dlc announced the cave of the phantom mist and follows the baker of Ribs Spadar's daughter on her own mini adventure. Uh, that that should be fun. Um, Tower to the Bottom has been renamed and pushed to April. I don't know if we've talked about this before. Tower to the Bottom. Um, yeah, that's not a great name. Now it's called Arcana of Paradise, the Tower. Better name. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, mo- most games have you ascending Go up a tower. the tower. Yeah, this one has you going down. Oh, it's a card game. Oh. Um, there, t- there's a group of 20 children living on top of a tower, and they have to oh, go gosh. down it. No, no, the kids are going to die. 
Well, they're not cute animals, so it's okay. Oh, goodness. And you're not having to throw them Throw into them in a, a cannon? Can- <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, some interesting hand gestures on those cards. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, this is supposed to come out for the PC and Switch in April 2023. Um, it will cost $20. It looks kind, looks kind of neat. Up next, we've got a PS5 trailer for Game Deck. Yeah, the, I uh, Cyberpunk always... Detective game. Yeah, the name of this game always confuses me because I think it's like a game console, not a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's heading to PS5 and the definitive. You're going to play edition. this, Anna? Maybe. It keeps coming out on other consoles. You were very interested in it at the PAX. You tried it. Um, I have a code for it on PC. I th- think it's on Switch too. Yeah, um, I have it on my Switch wish list because this is the kind of game that I will get when it inevitably drops to fourteen ninety nine. I wonder if it's on Game Pass. And I don't think so. Not that that. Would I don't be. think it even came out on Xbox. And I know that there are some things that are PC only that are on the PC version of the Game Pass, but it's pretty rare. Okay. Oh boy. Um, we've got more Dragon Ball Kakarot DLC, this time with Bardock launching in January. Ooh! I only know the Team Four Star version of Bardock that's it's, very It's emo. Goku's dad. He fights in space and dies. And then I thought it was son. Goku's br- I thought it was Goku's brother. No, it's his dad. Oh, yeah, father of Goku, Goku's TV special. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It's It's so irrelevant. It's just Oh, we want to see more about his history, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Red so they're adding the DLC to the game. Whatever. Wait, what Fuck. food is he named after? Oh, goodness. Uh, broccoli, I think. No, wait, no, that's Broly. Oh, that's who Bardock, I Bardock, Japanese name. Let's see. Bardock. Name is a pun on the greater Burdock herb. herb. Uh. Cool. Burdock, B-U-R-D-O-C-K. I don't. I'm not familiar with that herb, but there you go. So. My bad. I I get some of this. And yes, in case you are a a zoomer, all the Dragon Ball characters' names in Japanese, at least, are all based off food puns of various sorts. Well, all the Saiyans are food puns. All of the uh, like Bulma's family is based off of underwear. Oh, so right. oh. trunks and then freezer and cooler. Chris, or I guess, yeah, anyway. you've heard of burdock and you just don't realize you have. Okay. Inulin fiber. Inulin fiber. Okay. That's in your gummies. But yeah. Uh, I think Bulma's brawl, bra trunks, mm-hmm. briefs, mm. un- underwear puns. Yep. Um, Mega Man, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection is launching in April. Um, so this is going to be rounding up pretty much all the Mega Man Battle Network games that were originally on GBA and the Nintendo DS. Oh, boy. So Collection 1's <sighs> got uh, Battle Networks 1 through 3, including both versions of 3. And then Battle Network Collection Volume 2 is going to be 4 through 6, both versions. Cool. Because they were trying, they were trying to do that uh, Pokemon thing. Mm-hmm. So white, blue, red sun, blue moon. <laughs> um, 
It's going to include high-resolution filters, a gallery with over 100 pieces, a thousand pieces of artwork, a music player with 180 tracks, and will include online battles and trading detailed in a new trailer. Um, oh, and rare chips uh, previously released at Japanese promotional events. That's cool. On Steam, you I can never... buy one pack that has both collections. Yeah, I I never got into the Battle Network games. I might check this out when it comes out. And then our fi- final new release date, Atone Heart of the Elder Tree is releasing in January, specifically on January 27th. It is a puzzle and rhythm, rhythm RPG. will be priced at 15 bucks. That is all of the major news. Why are you watching the Sonic trailer? I didn't know that there was a Sonic 3 trailer already. Sorry. Are you sure that's not a fan trailer? It could be. I don't know. It said... Okay. Yeah. It was weird enough that I wasn't sure. Gotcha. Um, Now we've got new... Do we have... uh, What's coming out this week, Chris? Hmm? Hmm. Is anything coming out this week? It's a concept trailer. Featuring Keanu Reeves as Shadow the Hedgehog, Metal Sonic, Silver, and Amy Rose. What? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, so things that came out this week, uh, there is a tactical RPG called Broken Lines that hit PS4, PS5, Xbox One, S and X, and that was previously on PC and Switch. Um, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion hit PC, PS4, PS5, the Xboxes, and the Switch. Um, River City Girls, um, the North American version, hit PC, PS4, PS5, the Xboxes, and Switch. Um, don't get the um, don't get the non-North American version at the moment. <laughs> um, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt uh, came out on PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. It was previously on everything else. Um, and yeah, not a whole lot that's going to be coming out. Valkyrie Profile Leneth is the only thing that we have listed for this week. So if you're ready to replay Valkyrie Profile... Hey, I know Sam will be. Um... Yeah, that's so. Um, in theory, um, sports story is supposed to come out this sports. year. <laughs> sports, 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 sports. TV, 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 sports. Um, so I don't know. I guess it could come out on the thirtieth. Persona Five Royal hits um something apparently. No, that's I'm in October. Sorry, I'm like, how is that possible? Everyone's already playing it. Uh, Role-playing. No, that's... Wow. Nothing, folks. I'm sorry. It's the end of the year. It came... The fall rush came, and then... It burned out quick. No, actually, it felt like there was stuff releasing after Black Friday, which normally doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I guess, but, like, Crisis Core, is it... Is your last big one? Treasures? Tre- no, that's not a big one. Vampire Survivors? Uh... It's fun, but it's not a big one. Marvel's Midnight Suns? I don't think it hit, though. (laughs) That could have been a big one. (laughs) Apparently it didn't work out so well. There was a FNAF game that came out. Oh, come on! (laughs) Nobody likes FNAF on this podcast. No, but he's like, big releases, okay? Big releases are not releases that we like. I'm talking about AAA... Where's the Square Enix? Okay, Pokemon was it. That was a big one. Yeah. That was a big one. Um, was that after Black Friday? That was November <laughs> 18th. So, no. No. 
Nothing after Black Normally Friday. after Black Friday, there's like a big dead. Thing. So you know what this is? You know what this is, folks? It's time for you to get Tactics Ogre Reborn <laughs> and try that out. Am I wrong? Miles Morales hate windows. There you go. What? Hate windows? No, hit, hit, hit. Hit windows? Yes. Miles Morales oh, came hit, out on came PC. Came out on windows. I'm yes. like, why is he hitting windows? I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> there you go. People you- like that one. Oh. Tam heard eight windows. Eight windows? <laughs> Why is he eating Why windows? Why are there so many windows? <laughs> I've got to eat them all. <laughs> okay. They, if probably you need... taste, they probably taste like rock candy. Based on what I'm seeing from recent releases, yeah, Tactics Ogre is up there. Chained Echoes. Um, Crisis Core, if you want to go back to that. Possibly Dragon Quest Treasures. You enjoying that, Anna? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember you talking about it at the beginning of the show. I assume you did. I said I was playing it. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Too early to give impressions? Oh, and... Yes. Uh, okay. B- before we forget, uh, or before I forget, um, Epic is doing its 15 days of free games. Right. Oh, well, l- live on stream right now. Let's see. Today's As of Saturday, Quest. today's game is... And Kelly Custom just said Quest it too. because she just couldn't wait. For it to be revealed well, on stream, you just couldn't wait, could you? I said it for the uh, the podcast listener. Costume Quest Two. I remember starting the- Costume Quest Two one year and never finishing it. It's not as good as the first one. Uh, it probably is just as good as the first one. It's just you've played it already, you know. It's probably to- better to- than the first one. It's just the novelty's gone. <laughs> no, to me, it's just the- not as good as the first one. I disagree. I, I everything I remember from that second one felt like the first one, but more refined. Okay. T- to me, the fun part of the Epic Game Free giveaway is trying to figure out what the next game is going to be. Based Do we on have the clues? Paper. Yeah. So oh. the, there's wrapping paper. Okay. Let's see. What's this one? The it's little got... horned thing, oh. and it's white and it's a demon head of some sort. Pink, red, red and white. Yeah. Okay. What does that make us think? See, I thought that today's was going to be something Batman related because of, of all the bats. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess not. So. I don't know. Maybe there were bats again. and candies and rings. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see the candies. So this one has the, these little demon heads or donkey heads. I'm not really sure which they are. It has little badge things. Oh, no, wait. That's on the other one. It's um, got. Christmas ornaments and snowflakes and epic games and candy canes. So those are all generics. All right. How do we? Where where do we go? Is there a website for this? Predict no, there's probably a Discord though. Games, free, mystery games. There we go. New Maybe epic. it's gonna be. Yeah. Maybe it's gonna be Diablo Two uh, remastered. What the demon head? Blizzard doesn't put its games outside of. Battle.net on th- PC, right? I thought that... Oh, well, I n- thought that uh, Diablo... Or one of the Diablos was on GOG. Sable. They think it'll be Sable tomorrow, because it looks like... The demon head looks like the main character's face with the demon mask on. So... Oh. That's this okay. one. That's the weird... That's the one where it's like the squiggly art style, and you're driving around oh, in the desert. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see the see? horns. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. It's a good prediction. Um... I yeah. guess we'll find out. Um, we've got new uh, early access slash beta 
um, Superfuse limited time multiplayer beta begins like right now until December 20th. So you can try out the co-op mode and um, out of the game's early access release on January 31st. Cool. That was in our news stories. And then we've got our editorials. So Luis Mauricio reviewed Crisis Core. He gave it a four out of five. Four um, out of five. Players get to know many of the other side characters, has a great visual reimagining of places and excellent music, but an excessive number of side missions and uh, too many materia. Most of them get overlooked. I, I agree with both of those. Um, yeah. We've got a for a vast future review from Ryan Costa. I do not know this game. What's this game about? Uh, it's a f- first it looks like a Game Boy first person RPG yeah, with a it's Dragon a little, Quest style battle system. It's a little Game Boy throwback. Yeah. Um he gives it a three out of five, saying that's a wonderful mix of nostalgia sights and sounds. Um tinkles with the batter battle and currency system in unique ways and is easy and breezy, which may not be for everybody. Um characters feel interchangeable and the plot is on autopilot. I feel like that was a lot of games like that back then though. It's short though, so whatever, give it a try if you're into it. And then from from uh, Ryan McCarthy, we've got a sword, sword and fairy together forever review. This is that together. Chinese series that we're finally getting one of. Yeah, Sword and Fairy we, Seven or something like that. We've had a couple of them. This one is the first action RPG in this okay. series. Um, we've got an engaging story and characters with a beautiful, well-realized world that is based off of Chinese mythology. Um, production values are a major improvement over the last installment of the series. Um, it's a decent first attempt at an action RPG combat in the series. And Journey Heaven Earth is a fun card-based minigame. Um, as for negatives, the translation leaves something to be desired. There's annoying glitches, the side quests are forgettable, and the UI menu text is too small. And that earned it a three and a half out of five for, once again, Sword oh, and Fairy I... Together Forever. Together Forever. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I just rickroll you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Whenever I need to get uh, music out of my head at this season, I just put on Last Christmas. No, I haven't been wham. <laughs> oh, yet. I'm no. sorry. Right. <laughs> I forgot that's a thing for you every year. I, just for, I was in danger of getting whammed. Sorry. Lot, sorry, Kelly. Michael's you got whammed. A DMCA. <laughs> but hey, it doesn't count if you sing it, only if George Michael sings okay. it. He's dead. Uh, okay wow <laughs> wow well it's time to end the show thanks everybody i hope you Wait, have a happy we gotta repeat we okay. gotta repeat the question of the week uh, it changed so who wrote down best video game christmas memory oh no um you put in a different question i put in I a did? question at the start of the you oh okay well let's do the christmas memory that's a lot better that's a lot better than what did you get for holidays I mean. We've done uh, it before, uh, but there's new listeners. Share with us your Christmas or whatever your holiday memories. Holiday yeah. memory. Yeah. To any your December. What's memory. your nostalgia video game memory <laughs> around the end of the year? Um 
for me, it was my parents giving me the original uh, Nintendo DS, and I didn't even put it on my Christmas list. And they said, "Well, you're a you're a good kid, and you deserved it." And I was like, "Oh, holy crap! That hits me in the feels." <laughs> I still remember coming downstairs to like Super Mario Two and an NES Advantage joystick all unwrapped and sitting out like Santa had put it out like a display, like oh, it was all ready to go. <laughs> Like it was in a Montgomery Ward catalog. Yeah, <laughs> like well, like not like in a case, but like around the tree. But it like no. it wasn't wrapped. It was like, oh, these are toys, and they are ready to rock. <laughs> like so I think I was playing. Doing... I think I was playing Mario Two before anybody woke up. <laughs> so your parents were doing the open the box thing before it was cool. Yes, you got it. Um, that was. Didn't a good you year. come down like? sometime we between so- christmas and new year's and caught your parents playing it um that was another year yeah okay. that was tetris i think okay um that nes advantage joystick we just recently sent to gina to sell Anna. oh wow <laughs> you've had that for a long yeah, time it was time to let it go but like it it, it served well <laughs> i unearthed my childhood nintendo um while i was cleaning um, ah. that that I'm not getting rid of that just because, I mean, it's still my childhood Nintendo. Why are you saying no, Chris? We did get rid of your childhood Nintendo. Yeah, I was about to say you can get rid of it, and it turns out it's okay, Kelly. Um, What about my Intellivision that was purchased before I was born? Still just an old video game console. The meanings, the memories are with you, not with the hardware. The, uh... The, the one that, that my mom played because she was on bed rest and had nothing else yep. to do. Still all mostly in your head, not in the piece of hardware. Eh, I'm going <laughs> with you. It's all right. <laughs> no, seriously, I consider that in television like a family heirloom. That was... <laughs> Fair enough. That was something that, like, the whole family enjoyed. Daughter, I, I like... now bequeath unto you the holy in television. It has been handed down for thousands of years. Why? We don't know the, anymore. <laughs> Somebody the, played it before they died, and now we keep the, it. <laughs> thus, you will play Astro Smash and try to get a million points, just like your great-grandmother. Or thus shall great- you achieve the high score, or else be banished to the deserted lands. Your great-grand-aunt. But uh, it doesn't even work anymore. Thus, the challenge gates higher and higher each generation to make the women strong in our village. I don't know what's going on anymore. This lore got they, weird. <laughs> they wasted film taking picture of a high score and their dad yelled at them for wasting film. But it's like, <laughs> how else was I going to document that high score, dad? We have this photo here. Look. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> Look at this graph. No, but but if, thus, okay, this is thousands of years, so now it's a chant. Look upon this graph. And thus we have come full circle for the show. We started out quoting back Nickelback. We're going to end with quoting Nickelback. I think we're ready for Christmas uh, break. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple weeks, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>